Get ready to hear something good about cannabis. Nurse Heather brings her eternal optimism and professional expertise to the stories of the day, discussing current topics and events, making life's lemons into sweet lemonade, and sharing a tall glass with guests, friends, and her listeners. CannabisRadio.com is happy to present Good News with Nurse Heather, the show infused with compassion and love. From high atop Mount Soldad in beautiful San Diego, California, 100 feet above sea level. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. This is Good News with Nurse Heather. I'm her trusty sidekick, Canna Kenny, and we're back for another show, Nurse Heather. It's so good to be here with you, Kenny. Each week that we record these, I just I look forward to the time we get to spend together. Well, and a lot of our listeners have asked recently for a little more updated information. And I told them before, as you remember, that it was your birthday. We celebrated with our nurse champagne. But maybe our listeners would like to know a little bit about uh, what you did on the morning of your birthday last week. And maybe also a little bit about what you're doing tomorrow night. What did I do on my birthday, Kenny? I can't remember. Well, it was a big full moon. Oh, that's right. Yes. And there was a big sunrise. That's right. And you went high atop Mount Soledad. Oh, thank you for, you know, jogging my memory. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so Ken woke me up first thing in the morning, and there was a big full moon that was happening on October 3rd, which happened to be my birthday. And at the time he woke me early in the morning, uh, the sun was just starting to rise. And so it was this beautiful homeostatic balance of sunrise and moonset. And we drove all the way to the top of Mount Soledad to watch this. And, and that's an area where we can see the ocean, we can see the sun, we can see the moon. And uh, also, I think it was Mars. Wasn't it Mars that was visible right there with the moon? So it was just magical. Uh, we sat there for a while high atop Mount Soledad. And then we took a drive down to La Jolla Shores and La Jolla Cove. And we drove the coast over to Pacific Beach, where um, I love donuts, listeners. I, I know it's terrible. It's my vice. Donuts are so delicious. So Kenny took me to a nice little donut shop. And we got donuts and coffee before coming back up Mount Soledad to come home, but it was fabulous. And this week I'll be meeting with nurse Meg Rome from Idaho, who follows the Slightly Stupid Band, and they're doing a drive-in Slightly Stupid concert at uh, Del Mar Fairgrounds. So it's it's a drive-in. We get to drive in with our car and listen to the concert. So this will be a first for me. And thank you for making my beautiful my beautiful birthday even more beautiful, Kenny. Well, as always, Nurse Heather, you are the most beautiful flower that grows. And it is a happy birthday. Typically, we celebrate it as both the day of your birthday, the week of your birthday, the month. And sometimes we go for the entire year celebrating it. But, uh, you know, I was thinking the other day that there's a little time capsule element to all of this. Because if you think about it, not only are the beautiful listeners who are listening to us today or in the next week or maybe the next month, but let's say a hundred years from now, you know, they're going to be going to cannabisradio.com or they're unearthing, you know, the archives and somebody's going to come across probably some teenager types and they're going to say, look, what's this podcast about good news with nurse Heather. So I kind of wanted to have this sort of time capsule moment to share 
with those who will listen to us maybe a hundred years from now that here we are in October of 2020, approaching another election that has some major consequences, especially for cannabis as well. But to think at this time, we're talking about topics and having this conversation in the midst of this COVID-19 pandemic in which we're all required to or advised to, to quarantine in home, which we've been doing for quite a while. And so this whole idea of going to a concert and listening to it in your car is all necessitated because of this COVID issue, this viral virus that we have. Yeah, 2020 has been quite remarkable. Um, it's one of those pivotal years that people who aren't born yet and didn't go through the 2020 experience will, uh, they'll hear about, they'll read about in the history books. But we are here. Isn't that amazing that we're here during this time living through just what has turned out to be one of the biggest shifts in human consciousness, behavior, um, and you're right. There's some good job making that F sound, by the way. <laughs> shift. The shift. We are shifting and we're all evolving. So uh, I'm really excited to have our, our guest with us today um, because we have been through some difficult times and it hasn't just been the political polarization. It hasn't just been the COVID-19, but there's been a huge uprising in the awareness surrounding racial injustice as well as um you know the it's it's just been a crazy year and so our our guest today i'm so grateful that she's here with us and for the work that she's doing to advocate for lots of different things because she is a nurse and she is an advocate and i'm just so thrilled to have her kenny would you like to introduce our guest today oh absolutely because she's also from the great state of louisiana which is one of my favorite places you know i can generally pick up about 20 extra pounds eating my way through new orleans when i'm there and i i so i love everything about louisiana and uh ivory who will be joining us today, Ivory Davis, uh, who's a proud graduate, I must say, of Grambling State University and LSU Health Sciences Center. And she is the owner of a minority nurse-owned case management consulting firm specializing in workers' compensation based in Louisiana. In her spare time, she enjoys giving back to her community, including co-founding the Cannabis Nurses of Color Connect with her partner, nurse Sandra Gwines. And so the lovely and gracious and super knowledgeable Ivory Davis. Hey, y'all. <laughs> Welcome, <laughs> Ivory. How are y'all doing today? Thank you for having me. Well, we're so grateful that you agreed to come and speak with us. And uh, you are a nurse in Louisiana. And you're also a cannabis nurse, and you spoke at the conference that we just had a couple of months ago in September, I guess a month ago in September, um, the Cannabis Nurses Network Conference. And you spoke on this uh, during the session, Nurturing Nursing Partnerships, and the title of your presentation was Calling Cannabis Nurses of Color. And I just wanted you to give our listeners a little oversight of what it was you spoke about and what has gotten you involved in cannabis nursing. 
Yes, absolutely. So um, the cannabis space, the cannabis industry is very unique. And so it is definitely one of those things, no matter what, what state you're in, that, of course, there is power in numbers. So if you can partner with someone and um, bring someone along the way, because there are some frustrating bumps um, along the way. And I have experienced that here in Louisiana, um, even though we're moving forward um, treading paths here in Louisiana, it has been a very frustrating path. So um, one of the things that um, in Louisiana that I like to work on is trying to, even though we have a medical cannabis program here, is um, um, trying to bring a lot of access to those communities, um, uh, communities of color in particular, that may not have access to this plant. So that's one of the things that I like to work on and I'm trying to help to bring a program here in Louisiana to be, um, to complement our existing medical cannabis program. And what is your safe, what is your safe access in Louisiana look like now? Well, in August of this year, first of all, I think our program was approved a few years back, but for whatever reason, just a lot of bumps in the road. We really didn't get kicked off until last August. Um, so August, 2019. So actually this August, a year later, um, the program, um, we had a big um, legislative win to where our program allowed for any practicing physician in, in good standing to be able to um, uh, recommend cannabis for, for any de um, debilitating, um, debilitating um, diagnosis that they seen, that they uh, felt that would was eligible for cannabis or appropriate for cannabis. So even though that did expand our program some, the cost is still a factor. So you still have that cost barrier to where even though more people are eligible for the program, they still will have to pay for this cash program. And right now our cannabis, when you look at it across the scale, um, comparing it to other states, is a little costly. And that's that's probably in part because we only have two growers and we have nine quote unquote pharmacists because that's what pharmacies, because that's what we call it here in Louisiana. So there are multiple um, um, point access issues, I'll say that, but um, price is definitely one of them. And I will pick this up on the other side. Right now, we need to take a minute to acknowledge and our sponsors. So dear listeners, We'll be back with good news in just a minute. Good news with Nurse Heather will return, but first, let's show some love to our sponsors. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling, with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take-anywhere treat. 
fetch your earbuds, and stay tuned for some pure pet care conversation. Hi, it's Angela Ardolino with It's a Dog's Life, and I have Hernanda Umana joining me. We're just both so fascinated with how much we've learned since we've been in this pet industry and creating an all-natural product. Because it's a dog's life. I am a huge fan of my guest today, Dr. Bob Goldstein. I have, in my experience, not seen many natural substances produce the results that CBD is producing in the animals that we are testing on. It's a Dog's Life with Angela Ardolino, only on Cannabis Radio. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. (laughs) They have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing, healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. Nurse Heather is back to spread some more good news only on CannabisRadio.com. We're back, beautiful listeners. We're with Nurse Heather. This is good news. And we have our very special guest, Ivory Davis, from the great state of Louisiana, who has briefly described to us how Louisiana finally opened up a medical cannabis program, which is focused uh, through their pharmacies. And uh, take it from there, Nurse Heather. Yeah, thank you, Kenny. We were talking about access, and I loved what Ivory was just telling us that they've passed in Louisiana. Um, the fact that a, a recommending physician can recommend a patient for cannabis with any condition that the doctor deems is a qualifying condition. So they're not being held to that small list of debilitating conditions for qualification. And that's, that's amazing. Um, so you were saying there are many safe access point issues. Um, Ivory, are there, are these pharmacies open in most cities? Are they, are, do most patients have that safe access and easy access to their cannabis medicine? So we have nine um, pharmacies that are spread out through the state um, and they're separated by region. So for the most part, you have one in each region. Um, And I think that there's authorization um, for a 10th location, but that um, location hasn't been awarded yet. So for right now, it's nine, one in each region. Of course, if you're in a particular region, you're free to... um, use whichever pharmacy location you want to use that's in the state of Louisiana. But for the most part, I'm sure for convenience sake, most people will use the the designated pharmacy in their particular region. So yeah, it's nine across the state. And I know in some areas, it's probably nine in in one city. So um, that that can be an issue as well. And and I'm sure as our program grow, we'll we'll see um, an expansion of that as well. 
Do they, do your patients have the option to choose home delivery from one of these nine locations? Um, there is something that's in place, but it's in part, I believe, due to COVID measures. So I'm, uh, at one point, it was something coming down the pipe where the pharmacies were asking for, because um, right now, I think in the legislation, it's, it's written that the pharmacies cannot deliver. And then there was supposed to be some pending le legislation that was allowing it. And I'm not sure where that landed, because I think the last thing that I read with the latest uh, legislation, you know, because of emergency legislation for COVID, is that some of the pharmacies were um, being allowed to do that. And I know that you're involved with a lot of advocacy, uh, Ivory. Are you, are you, what kind of advocacy are you involved with in your state currently? Well, one of the main things now um, that I will be looking into really getting kicked off and getting into starting um, 2021, is really trying to reach out to the pharmacists to try to develop an indigent program. So um, the, this will be a program, and in some states that have a model for it already, we won't try to reinvent the wheel, but the, the, but the objective will be to um, try to develop a program to where there are medications that are set aside. Um, and of course, it's a criteria that, that will be put in place to, um, for people that meet that criteria and they, they that they need cannabis but can't afford it, to be allowed to apply for assistance through that program. So that's something that I'm really looking forward to getting started in 2021. Another um, project or work group that I'm working on is with a group of nurses, not only in Louisiana, but really just across the United States, um, where we are on a, um, adult living long-term care uh, work group where we're looking into trying to bring um, medical cannabis to long-term care facilities. Because even though, um, you know, those patients are, um, in, you know, being cared for in, inside of a, a facility, these facilities for the most part uh, receive federal funding. So that tends to be an issue However, you know, per the Bill of Rights, these patients should have access to medical cannabis and they should be included in their treatment plans. So that's something that um, that we're fighting for, trying to, um, you know, bring that into long-term care and nursing home facilities. Mm, such a worthy cause. Thank you for your work that you're doing there, Ivory. It's, um, you know, those patients that we don't typically think of as cannabis patients that really need the medicine the most and long-term care is definitely yeah. that. So are they able to sell all of the different types of cannabis products from flour to edibles to uh, uh, the other products or is it limited in any way in Louisiana? Yes, it is limited. Um, flour is not allowed for sure. So the main thing is um, tinctures. Um, and I do know that other, they're, they're looking at ex, um, expanding a lot of the line to offer different products. Um, I'm actually waiting for the next stakeholders meeting to get more information. And, you know, of course, a lot of things were um, delayed due to COVID, but they were looking to um, expanding. But I do know for state of Louisiana, flour is, is, is not allowed for, for now anyway. Yeah. 
Well, Nurse Heather and I usually ask at the end of the show, what are you smoking on these days? But now that I know that Louisiana doesn't have flour available, I might not ask that question just so I don't right. put you in a compromising <laughs> position. Right. Well, and, and it's just not fair, right? I mean, this plant is so beneficial in so many ways. You can use the flour not just to smoke it, but to vaporize it or make your own products. And so having that availability to the whole plant medicine, mm-hmm. um, again, is another disparity, uh, you know, another area where it's just not it's not the same because I'm sitting here in California Mm -hmm. and I have this privilege of being in California with Mm -hmm. their progressive thoughts and ideas and laws regarding cannabis. And if you're asking what I'm smoking on, Kenny, I can legally tell you Mm -hmm. that I have, I was able to order my cannabis delivery around my birthday. I did it on my phone ordered a home delivery and they brought me within one hour, um, a whole bag full of goodies. And because it was my birthday, they threw extra things in there. But one of the favorite things that I have is from a company out of Santa Barbara and it's, uh, the brand is Pacific stone and, Mm. and the strain is forbidden fruit. And it's the most purple, delicious tasting, fruity cannabis flower that I've ever smoked. And so I've, I've been really enjoying that, Kenny. Thanks for asking. Well, and Nurse Heather, I, and it's not your first rodeo because you used to be, as many of our listeners don't know this, but they don't know that you have been a high times judge on many occasions. And at the time you weren't supposed to tell people that you were a high times judge, but we're in 2020 now, so we can do that. But maybe you could tell our listeners about your experience. Like for example, when you did the, High Times show up in uh, Santa Bar- uh, San Bernardino, I think is where it was. Yeah, no, and 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 again, this just comes into talking about what what you're saying, Ivory. That your patients are limited to tinctures, maybe going to have the availability to have edibles, but no flour. And so, as Ken was saying, I was a judge at a High Times um, competition. I was a flower judge, and I was in charge of the hybrid flower and there were 52 different varieties of flower that I was supposed to sample and test and judge and uh, in five days sampling 52 different strains I'm telling you that's that's actual work it's it's hard work (laughs) it was a struggle but we somehow managed to get through it yeah So my wish, my birthday wish for you, Ivory, is that um, your state and other states that are behind the times and and just coming around, we're so grateful that Louisiana has a program. They're starting to move and and bring product availability. But we're just here to tell you, you guys aren't all the way there yet because there yeah. is something to be said about the freedom surrounding cannabis in California. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We want to help you get here. <laughs> yes. So what else is news and in the state of Louisiana? Are you all surviving the COVID issues? I know that you got hit pretty hard and you now are facing some of the hurricanes and tropical storms. Are you okay yes. at this time? That's what I was going to say. Yes. So COVID, of course, is still an issue. Um, it's just one of those things that you have to, keep on your plate along with everything else. And we are um, 
um, bracing for a storm um, this weekend. So you guys keep us in your thoughts and prayers. So we are preparing um, the best we can for that. We've had a, a horrific hurricane season. Um, we just had Laura um, and Marco, and I'm sure I'm missing another one. So now we're getting ready for um, for Delta. So, oh, girl, be so safe. Um, global warming and the climate change and all that's happening in 2020, you never know. So we are definitely sending all of our love to you. Yeah, Absolutely. keep Louisiana in your thoughts and prayers, dear listeners. We'll be back in just a minute after a word from our glorious sponsors. This is Good News with Nurse Heather. Good News with Nurse Heather will return. But first, let's show some love to our sponsors. Yo, 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 this is your boy, TJ, Shrinidad James. You're listening to Dr. Bina on Cannabis Confidential. L.A., what up? People were so excited to see you supporting our industry, and it's so important to see people who are mainstream, who are out there, that people look up to. That was my first one ever going to, so that was definitely a big deal for me. It's not just, oh man, just come smoke a bunch of joints. It's a lot of science into it. It's way more interesting than a lot of people might think who look down, per se, on what we enjoy. Cannabis Confidential, only on CannabisRadio.com. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone gonna make you say wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little your empire grows large Put different celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong The name of the game is him pink, that's the point Download and play while you light yourself a joint Business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot proved by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Doc Rob, the concierge for better living. Cannabis is just one of the many great plants that we have on this planet called Earth that we can use consciously and intelligently to improve our well-being. Take a real, raw, inside look at healthier living while sharing great ideas and improvements for a better quality of life. Learning to live and live well is a lifelong process. This is a journey. It could be you could be 80 years old or eight years old. You can still learn something that's gonna make tomorrow a little bit healthier, a little bit easier, a little bit happier, a little bit better. The concierge for better living with Doc Rob. Only on cannabisradio.com. Nurse Heather is back to spread some more good news. Only on cannabisradio.com. We're back to your listeners. This is Good News with Nurse Heather with Cannabis Nurse Heather sitting to my left and our beautiful guest, uh, Ivory Davis from Louisiana on the other side. So we were just talking about the differences in access and how some states are privileged in their ability to access cannabis and how that advocacy is needing to happen to make it normalized across the board in, in the United States. Um, and we're so grateful for all the work that Ivory is doing to advocate for the patients in Louisiana, uh, not just 
patients that are able to go get their medicine from one of the nine pharmacies, but also patients who are in long-term care facilities. So we support you, empower you, and are rooting you on in your efforts. But I do have a question. How has becoming a cannabis nurse enriched your life? I would say in part because um, I, I think more so of giving patients freedom to choose. And that's something that sometimes we can take lightly or for granted. But when you see patients, um, because another hat that I wear is as a um, nurse case manager, I deal with patients. And these patients can be anywhere between having just a sprain to their ankle to a catastrophic injury. And nothing is, is, is sadder to see someone that is maybe 25, 30, 35 years old, or someone has been working on their job 22 and a half years and trying to get to 25, and they have something or have an injury that they think is only going to, you know, be something that they're out two days and they'll be back. And it, and it becomes something that becomes just life changing. And these people that are used to getting up, being self-sufficient, um, going to work every day, fairly healthy, all of a sudden find themselves depending on narcotic medications or therapies that they may not be, you know, agreeable to per se, or, or really that sometimes does not help or multiple surgeries that may not help. So just the fact of finally getting to a point to where some of these patients have a choice and it's something else that they, um, that can help. And not only is it a choice, but it's something that's actually beneficial to them, that's that's just life changing. That's that's what you call wellness and health. You know, that's just that, that's just the goal. So that's something that I just love to see when you see when you see someone that has tried some of everything, and when they really do um, have the power and the strength to ask their doctor for a medical cannabis consult, and that just opens up a whole new level of possibility for them. Yeah, this plant sure is powerful. Um, I know that you are the co-founder of the Cannabis Nurses of Color Connect group. You and, and Sandra Gwines are, are co-founders of that group. How is that group going and how is your mission of calling Cannabis Nurses of Color uh, impacting your life and your experience as a cannabis nurse? Well, we all know about the war on drugs and its history and um, how we got to the point to where we are now. And we realized um, that the African-American community, um, communities of color are still he heavily stigmatized uh, when it comes to cannabis, period. And so we realized the need to educate and that the group that really needs to be educated are nurses because nursing is the most trusted profession. So if you're going to break a stigma in a minority or a, a community of color, the best people to do that are the nurses that they trust. So our group um, has the aim of pretty much advocacy, education, and going out and really normalizing cannabis and talking about cannabis and the benefits of it and um, just really trying to explain that 
um, to these communities and, and, and advocating for this plant. And we do that with educating nurses. And I know that sound, sometimes sounds a little funny because we use, we're used to nurses educating us about healthcare. But really, when it comes down to cannabis plant, we are looking to, to educate nurses because this is just something that, you know, the endocannabinoid system is not something that people are familiar with. And even if you've been a nurse 25, 30, or 40 years, it's something that still requires education. So that's something that we are really um, looking to expand upon and really bring in nurses with us to educate the communities that need it the most. What are some of the questions that the nurses are asking or what are some of the things that you're educating about? One of the main questions is, can I be involved with this? So we get, we get that a lot. And one of the reasons why we get it a lot is because our nursing industry is not talking about it. And, and they don't talk about the nurse's role um, or what the nurse's role can be in regards to this plant. So a lot of times we have nurses that want to learn more and want to um, really advocate and find out more about this plant, but they want to also protect their nursing license. So that's one of the main things that we get from nurses is, um, am I allowed um, to advocate or am I, what am I allowed to do in regards to this plant so that it doesn't affect my professional um, life? And that's such a great question. And just a practicing lawyer for over 40 years and, and having done almost 20 years now in the cannabis business, I'm called on often to provide that kind of information to nurses and other professionals too. And my, my general recommendation is, first of all, if you're a cannabis nurse and you're the nursing profession, then make sure you have a card. If you're in a state that requires medical card, make sure you have one too. So that regardless of anything else, you're protected as your, as a patient. And then the next thing is in terms of what cannabis nurses typically do, which is to teach or navigate uh, with their patients on how to use uh, cannabis as opposed to actually being involved in the sale of the product. And that basically is something that is protected uh, speech, you know, under the First Amendment. Mm -hmm. The problem is you get some regulatory agencies like nursing associations and things like that that may have objections, but typically at the end of the day, that type of information and advice that's given is usually allowed. Yeah, and Ken has done a lot of um, teaching and advocating for nurses and uh, through the Cannabis Nurses Network, you can find his presentations where he addresses nurses and the legal considerations for nurses. And it's just been so wonderful, Ivory, to have you with us today. And Nurse Heather, you've been so witty and charming as usual. <laughs> but dear listeners, it's time for us to wrap it up. Please catch our show on CannabisRadio.com, Apple, Facebook, Stitcher, iHeart, Amazon. We're on Amazon. <laughs> and we'll see you next time. Thanks. Thank you. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.